I cannot believe that it's been 25 years since the release of the Commitments movie. And to mark it, one member of the band is coming down under. Now, you probably notice his vocals on this. All you want to do is ride around Sally. Ride Sally. It is Andrew Strong. Hello, Andrew. Hey there, how you doing? Oh, so well. Lovely to hear your accent coming down the line. Oh, thank you. Now, 25 years since the Commitments movie. Can you believe it? Yeah, I mean, where's all the time gone, eh? It's just flown by, hasn't it? Sure has. <laughs> you know what? I Knowing I was uh, interviewing you today, I went back and re-watched the movie last night and my partner sitting watching it with me, um, he's actually never seen it before. And I said to him, how old do you reckon the guy doing the front vocals is, Deco? And he goes, oh... At least 24 to 28. You were so young when you made that movie. Yes, yeah. I, I was, I was I, well, I was 16 when I recorded it, and then obviously it was released the following year. So, yeah, yeah, 16. I was, I was pretty young then, all right, yeah. Well, that's one thing that just astonishes me because your voice sounds so mature. If I had have heard, you know, Mustang Sally off the cuff, I would have thought this is a seasoned, you know, whiskey drinking, cigarette smoking, plus 40-year-old. Your voice at 16 was just, it really did belie your age. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, there was never a day kind of like when my voice broke and it just appeared. I mean, it, it just always sounded that way, you know. And uh, I, I guess I've just, I don't know. I mean, you, you hear with many stories with singers, they say, oh, when I was maybe 17, my voice broke and I developed it. But no, I just, I mean, prior to the commitments, I was in a couple of bands. I mean, I was in a, like two bands and I was singing from when I was about 12, 13. And um, I suppose um, that obviously maybe contributed to the, the raspiness and um to, to, the, to the way it sounded back then, so, you know. Now, am I correct in saying that your dad was a uh, vocal coach and that's kind of how the movie producers found you? No, no. Uh, my father, he was involved in the movie. Basically, what he used to do was, when I was filming during the day, there was a session band in the studio recording the record and he used to do all the guide vocals. So, in other words, then when I wasn't working, uh, some of the vocals, uh, which I didn't sing live in the movie, I would go into the studio and I'd I'd basically replace his vocals. So, uh, somewhere in some vault, somewhere, actually his voice is on a lot of those songs, what I sang, but obviously they were just used as a guide vocal, so... But no, he wasn't a vocal coach. That, that, that was basically his involvement. Right. Wikipedia, it lies sometimes, you know? Oh, yes, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so to mark the 25 years, you're coming out to Australia in March of 2018. Um, performing the soundtrack in full, is there a favourite for you to perform from the soundtrack? Well, look, I mean, I suppose from a, the, if you ask me which song would have the most emotional content in it, I suppose you'd have to pick Try Little Tenderness because it starts off at, as this kind of sweet, emotional type ballad and then it ends up into this whole kind of fiasco of 
emotion and aggression and everything. So, yeah, I suppose that song, uh, because it kind of it covers a lot of ground for a singer from an emotional point of view. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I, I mean, I love all songs from the Commitments 2 albums as well. I mean, they're a little bit more obscure, you know, stuff like uh, Good St. Groceries and... Um, but yeah, you know, obviously people love Mustang and they love Hard to Handle and Try a Little Tenderness and it's just a great kind of mixture. Uh, I think the songs what, what I contributed to the albums there's a there's a great emotional content uh, in each song, you know. So in the live show, as per the movie, is there any moments where you sit boredly tapping a, a tambourine? No, not in my show. <laughs> not in my show. I can tell you, it's really funny actually. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, the last time I was playing in Australia, this guy actually came up and he said to me, Hi, mate, can you play a bloody Sly song? Because I'm going to have a bloody heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> and I just cracked up laughing. And I said, OK, so we did a slow song for him, you know. And uh, then I remember I did this other uh, gig. I don't know where it was. And it was really weird. At the front of the stage, this guy was sitting there, right? And he had his head in, in, in between his legs like the way somebody like would be on an airplane if they were vomiting or something. Yeah. And I just was like, and this was going on for like five, six songs. And it was, it was just, I said, I have to ask this guy. And I was thinking away. And then I turned around and said, hey, baby, you all right? And he puts his head up and he goes, bloody fantastic, man. It's great. Put his head back down, you know? <laughs> I just thought, whatever, man. Jeez, I thought I'd seen it all, you know? Clearly not until you came down under. Um, going back to originally the commitments, 1991, or that's when it was released, you're 16 when you're recording this material. I think back to when I was 16 and I guess at that point okay. my, my musical taste was evolving. It was m- very much a um, try and find it sort of time where I was, you know, mm. sort of hearing about this and thinking, okay, I've, I've heard that band name. Maybe I should try and, and check it out. Uh, were yeah. you really into soul at that time or was that something that you, doing the movie informed that taste? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, you've you've hit it right in the button there. I mean, I mean, uh, definitely. I mean, I I was aware of soul music. I mean, not not in, not at all in any capacity to 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 what I was aware of after I was involved, got involved with the movie. I mean, I was like everybody back then. I mean, like back those days. I mean, it was like Nirvana, Pearl Jam. It was the whole Seattle grunge kind of explosion thing was happening back then. And I was like every other kid back then. I mean, I love that music. And I mean, I still do. I mean, it's some of these bands are like iconic bands. And um, so, yeah, I mean, um, the, the commitments really did introduce me to soul music on a completely different level. Very much so. And you guys reformed in 2011 for a 20th anniversary tour. It was a huge um, fundraiser as well. Did you just have a blast? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, we, you know, we're all we're all very strong individual characters, and uh, we all kind of. Uh, <laughs> so, is what happens all... backstage reflective of what went on in the movie? <laughs> well, I mean, you, maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but, um, oh, lovely but, evasive yeah, there, look, Andrew. I like it. Yeah, look, look. I mean, I mean, I was just very happy to do it because I, I, 
initially I was quite hesitant about doing it because really at the end of the day we're not a band mm, I mm. mean you know we were just a bunch of kids who were put together and we made a movie and I mean what a lot of people don't really realise even to this day is you know when they go and put it on their commitments record and listen to it it's actually a session band who's playing all that music like Mustang Sally Try Little Tenderness Take Me to the River Dark End of the Street it's actually actually the guys who you actually see on the screen bar uh, 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 the singers, because me and the girls, we, we obviously sang on the soundtrack. They, they, they only played. Uh, now I, I could be open to correction on this, but as far as my memory serves me correct, I think um, they only played on one song, and that was "Treat or Right." Ah. And I'm not even sure if they even played on that. So, um, so when we were asked to kind of do it, I, I wasn't really even aware of if if we were if if, if the ability was there to do that. So there was a lot of work, a really lot of work. I mean, I think we went into production for over two months to do those shows in order to be able to, to, to pull it off. So I was a little kind of hesitant, but, but I mean, I'm happy we did it. And um, yeah, so it, it's, we did it and that was that. Now, you are returning to Australia in March of 2018, playing uh, a whole bunch of Cap City shows, including Melbourne, Friday the 16th of March at 170 Russell. Uh, When you do come out to Australia, aside from those interesting (laughs) little experiences that you've had, do you get to travel around? Do you you enjoy being in Australia? Uh, How do you like it down under? I love, I love Australia. I mean, I love the Aussies. I think they have a great sense of humour, very similar to the Irish in, in ways. Um, I mean, I, I've, I mean, I've been going to Australia for the first time I went down under was um, on 1992, I believe, was my first tour I did there. And, um, you know, I, I, I just, it's, it's a great place. I mean, now I've got a, I mean, I've got a lot of great friends there now who I've met over the years. So, so normally, if I'm um, if I'm not like in the tour, of, I normally like to try and work the tour out where maybe I can have four or five days off, mm. and if 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 that's possible and logistically possible, then I normally would I could go to Adelaide. I have a lot of great friends who live in Adelaide. I could go and stay with them, and you know, and uh, we you know we do jet skiing, we do barbecue, and just kick back and relax and. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've done all the sites, I've done all of that, I've seen all the, the places and stuff. But nowadays, it's it's more really catching up with friends and and you know people who I've met twenty years ago, and now they have kids who are teenagers and yeah. and that sort of thing. So it's kind of like meeting family, really, you know. So it's, and it's great, and I love it, and it's great to be able to incorporate both, you know. That's really lovely. I think we're just about out of time, Andrew, but I just have okay. one last thing for you. Uh, I do know sure. Deco was partial to a bit of a uh, looks like a cream puff or something like that in okay. the movie. <laughs> um, I do have something which is uniquely Australian that you need to try when you're here in March. It's called vanilla slice, otherwise known as a snot. Vanilla what? Vanilla slice. Vanilla slice. Yes, otherwise known as a snot block. Right, and what is that? Uh, so you know how you get apple slice or whatever from a bakery? Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's basically vanilla. It's like a custard slice almost. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, hey. Known by tradies hey, uh, around I mean, Australia uh, as a snot block. 
Okay, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, it doesn't sound well. It sounds uh, um, uh, enticing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you'd have to describe it, but, but, but when you actually say it, it doesn't sound too enticing. But when you describe <laughs> it, it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Your friends in Adelaide will know all about it. Andrew Strong performs the Commitment soundtrack in full. The Australian Tour 2018 tickets available now from Metropolis Touring. Thank you so much for joining me today, Andrew, and I hope that your tour is absolutely marvellous. That's lovely. Thank you very much. You have a great day.